0: Might be in any one of those places or even a store an overzealous debate. It seems that we. So it is a challenging time to share the gospel with those who are around us. It's challenging, as you can see, even in the machinations of our own state government that will silence us for saying the wrong pronoun to someone who we might meet on the street. That is the thought process of the world that we live in. But I'm not saying, okay, if somebody disagrees with you, go poke a stick in their eye. I'm not saying that. The world's beliefs are different than that of ours. But I'm also saying that we should not remain silent in this mixed up world in which we live. And Christ says that as well in this gospel lesson today. THINGS ARE GOING TO HAPPEN IF YOU PROCLAIM CHRIST. AND REMEMBER, YOU ARE CALLED TO PROCLAIM CHRIST, NOT BECAUSE IT EARNS YOUR your SALVATION. WE KNOW THAT. WE HAVE OUR LUTHERAN EARS ON. WE KNOW THAT THE GOSPEL COMES FIRST. CHRIST COMES FIRST FOR US. AND THEN WE, TOO, ARE CALLED TO PROCLAIM THE GOSPEL. BUT IN TODAY'S READING, We hear all the readings, in fact, the Old Testament, the epistle. We hear of division, conflict, and strife from the proclamation of God's words. Some might say, oh, well, you know, that's the pastor's job. You do it. Okay, that's true. The pastors are called to a higher level of proclamation but that doesn't get you off the hook listen to Christ's words and you'll hear that you are not off the hook you are called to share the gospel of Christ as well and some shy Christians may say they don't know how to share the gospel of Christ or it's too hard to say something to a stranger Because it will result in division, conflict, and strife. But recall the lessons even of today of Jeremiah of division. Jeremiah speaks to Hananiah. Hananiah, who is actually a false prophet, but in this case, he is righteous in his sayings. Hananiah is the son of David, but he talks about the words of the future son of David, the Messiah who was to come. And we hear that the prophets who preceded you and me from ancient times prophesied of war, famine, and pestilence. And as for the prophet who prophesies peace, when the word of that prophet comes to pass, there will be known that the Lord has truly SENT A PROPHET. AND OF CONFLICT, KING DAVID HIMSELF, A LORD, SAYS TO HIS LORD, MANY ARE MY PERSECUTORS AND MY ADVERSARIES, BUT I DO NOT SWERVE FROM YOUR TESTIMONIES. AND OF STRIFE, ST. PAUL SAYS TO HIMSELF, but in our hearing he says to you and to me also, if it had not been for the law, I would have not known sin. For I would not have known what it is to covet if the law had not said, You shall not covet. Oh yeah, but Pastor, you just you just quoted two prophets, a king, and an apostle they should expect division, conflict and strife but remember in your baptism and every baptism that you have witnessed since you have been warned you have been marked as a Christian. That strife and conflict will be upon you. And it will come from this world. Because a target was placed upon your forehead and upon your chest. As marking you as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. I'm not telling you to suck it up, buttercup. But I am telling you that your faith, your grace that you have received has come at a great, great price. Even the death and resurrection of God's Son, who won for you that salvation. And that Christ, that Messiah, He knows you. He sees you. And He's seen your sin in thought, word, and deed. But He has also forgiven you and you now live with him. And yes, in this world in which we live, it will work over time to lessen your faith and cause you to feel less than the precious child of God, which you really are. Satan has endurance, too, with endless contradictions to our Lord's promises. And he started that right from the garden. That dark one continues on his beguiling effort to pull you away from Christ, but Christ endures all the more. He endures to the cross so that you may endure from all that faces you in this crazy, crazy sinful world. Even those who are around us would flaunt and fling their ideals and their crazy machinations, all which are contrary to God's word. Yet, because of Christ's sacrifice for you, you are called not to remain silent. You are called to proclaim God's word, the good news, the gospel, WHICH SAVES THE ONES WHOM YOU LOVE AND IT EVEN SAVES YOUR ENEMIES. THE QUANDARY THEN THAT WE ARE IN IS HOW TO PROCLAIM CHRIST TO YOUR NEIGHBOR WHEN YOU KNOW THAT PROCLAMATION MIGHT BRING YOU STRIFE. HOW could YOU PROCLAIM CHRIST when your hidden life contradicts your Christian and God's Word? How can you proclaim Christ when it will cause your friends and your family, your co-workers to call you a hypocrite? How can you proclaim anything when you see all the sad things that happen in your life and the lives of those whom you love? Why? Is it, dear Lord, that the Christian life feels more like finders' weepers, losers' keepers? Why has this world reversed upon us, we Christians who want to do better? Why have we received this life in Christ, and why do we have to lay down our life? and take up the cross as Christ commands us. Well, consider this. The reality of losing one's life in the time of Christ and after Christ, his apostles and his disciples, in their time proclaiming Christ might mean that they were thrown out of the family by the patriarch of their Jewish family. IT MIGHT HAVE BEEN THAT THEY WERE THROWN OUT OF THE SYNAGOGUE OR THE TEMPLE IN THOSE DAYS. IT MIGHT HAVE BEEN THAT IN LATER YEARS THAT THEY MIGHT HAVE BEEN CALLED TO EMPEROR NERO'S GARDEN TO DIE. JESUS TOLD THEM TO TAKE UP YOUR CROSS AND FOLLOW ME. AND LITERALLY SOME OF THESE APOSTLES AND PEOPLE OF CHRIST did exactly that and over time many have also done so in our lesson jesus says do not think i have come to bring peace on earth i have not come to bring peace but a sword be careful be careful hearing this and don't be confused about what is being proclaimed here division conflict And strife are the result of the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is not its purpose. The Word of God is proclaimed for the salvation of all who would hear. And that, my friends, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, that is pure sweet gospel but for those who refuse to hear to mark their sins to confess to hear Christ's salvific message and turn away from them for them it is like a sword and it convicts the unbelievers. Martin Luther said Christian individuals do not live in themselves, but in Christ and in their neighbor, or else they're not Christian. They live in Christ through faith and in the neighbor through love. You, as Christ's disciple, your confession of him will result in opposition from every measure every end of the earth and from all the unbelievers it will result in division conflict and strife but it is also a blessing to all who hear and confess their faith given to them freely from God it is part and parcel it is bad with the good for richer and for poor. Again, Luther stated, one must rest wholly on the word of God alone and shut out everything from eyes and senses because when the word is lost, God is lost. It is better to lose friends, brothers, saints, mighty ones and everything rather than to lose God. You dear brothers and sisters in Christ have and continue to receive grace upon grace. Together we share God's grace to this world which sorely needs to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. The very day you've heard God's word, today you've heard God's word. You will receive the true body and blood of our Lord and Savior shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. In this receiving of the word today and the sacraments, you have received the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit who has carried along this message for you to hear, for you to see, and for you to taste. There is great Comfort and encouragement for you. For you are now sent forth to share this sheer joy of the gospel you received this day, to share it with those who are around you. And in childlike faith, you are called to stand up. Stand up for Jesus because He first stood up for you. Rejoice! For you are not left alone in this world of division, conflict, and strife. Rather, you are liberated and lifted up by God's holy hand and his strong word. Christ has made you righteous. And he has ensured that you will receive a righteous person's reward, even eternal life. Amen. The the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.